same taste. Today, we are your host, Kay and Oliver. The Days of St. A's podcast pays our respect and honour to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders past, present and future. We acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples on this land and commit to building a brighter future together. At St. Anthony's, the whole of Year 6 are considered leaders of our school. Being Term 1, we thought we would get to know our new leaders a bit better and learn about some of their goals, aspirations and leadership qualities. Now let's go to Kai and Sienna who will interview some of our amazing leaders. Thank you, Oliver and Kate, for that nice introduction. Now, we look at some of our Year 6 leaders who have kindly agreed to answer some questions about what it's like being a role model and leader to others. Yes, Kaya, we are very lucky to have Clancy, Chase, Levi and Ocean here with us today. So let's get started. So, Levi, what's it like being a Year 6 leader now and having younger kids look up to you? Being a Year 6 leader, you've got way more responsibility, like being a role model role model on the playground, showing the kinder kids the rules of the school. And last, getting involved in everything, even though you're not good at it. Like last year in the swimming carnival, I tried my best in every event I went in, even though I wasn't good at it. Very inspiring. That's all the questions we have for you today. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Eva. Thank you. So, Ocean, do you feel that now you're a school leader, people tend to look to you and depend on you a bit more? Yes, I think other students look up to us because we are the oldest and the most mature in the school. Teachers and students depend on us to do extra jobs like take the lunch bins out and put up the flags. That's so true, Ocean. Being a leader myself, I fully understand. I wish we could talk a bit longer, but we have other students to question. But thank you so much. You're welcome. Now we move on to our captains. Let's start off with Clancy. So Clancy, as a sports captain of this school, what kind of jobs are you entitled to do? I take out sports equipment um, out on the playground and make sure it comes back. Um, I also help out with sports events like the swimming carnival, cross country and um, other sports events. And I monitor the playground to make sure everyone's all right. And why did you want this role? What are you here to give to the school? Well, I've always been passionate about sport and I think we've got really good sportsmanship so I can encourage others and make sure that they're going to do their best. Thanks. And rather generous of you for giving your time to the school. You are right for the job. Thank you. So kind giving your time to the school. Isn't that right, Chase? No, enough about Clancy. How about you? What kind of goals and aspirations do you have for the following year as ministry captain? Well... We're trying to raise a lot of money for the peoples in need that have got affected by the floods. We we had a Wear Your True Colours Day, the fifth, the, the 25th of March, last Friday. We raised to up we raised close to four thousand dollars. That is amazing. It is also the season of Lent, which is a season of giving. We've given each classroom a Caritas donation box. All the money that we raise for for, for the Caritas, which is, it is all going to go to the people in need. And what qualities do you think good leaders should have and do you believe you possess them? Well, I believe a good leader will be reliable. reliable. They, they will be there when someone needs them. 
the students and the teachers can count on them to help and also responsible. You, the teachers will trust you to be doing difficult jobs. They'll, make, they'll believe in you to do it. Wow, those are great qualities to possess. And believe me, I don't disagree with any of them. Thank you so much for having me, Sienna and Kaya. No, thank you for coming along. But sadly, that's all we have time for today. So, until, until next time. Wow, it is great to hear such inspiring words from our leaders. Lots of students look up to our leaders and one day they hope to be a leader as well. The people who most look up to the year six leaders are the kindergarten students. We love having our kindergarten buddies and we love that we can help them out with their learning. Maddie and Annabelle will now welcome some kindergarten students onto the podcast who will tell us about their first year at St Anthony's. Over to you, Maddie and Annabelle. Thanks, Kate and Oliver. We are also loving having our buddies this year. We are joined today by some of our newest members of St Anthony's. First, we welcome Avalon. So, Avalon, what are you enjoying about your first year of school? Um, I like to um, play with my friends. What do you play with your friends? I play them with dress-ups. That sounds like so much fun. Um, Avalon, who is your favourite teacher this year? Miss Payne. Miss Payne? Why is she your favourite teacher? Because um, she's nice. That sounds like a really fun teacher. Savalon. Savalon. <laughs> Next, we welcome Isabel. Hello, Isabel. Hello. What has been your favourite moment of kindergarten so far? Drawing. Mm-hmm. What do you draw? Bunnies. Bunnies. That's cool. What is your favourite subject to do in class? Play in the cafe. In the cafe. What do you like to play in the cafe? Um, so Avalon feeds the people the food and then we get out with them and we do something like that. That sounds like so much fun. Thanks, Isabel. Now we welcome Flynn. Hello, Flynn. Have you made any of your friends this year and who? Pudge. Pudge. Who else? Um, um, Isabel. Okay. Isabel. Yeah. And Holly. How is you liking your buddy? Yeah. Uh, who's your buddy? Just an Emily Emily What do you like to do with your buddies? Play with your place. That's fun. Thank you, Flynn. We can't wait to see those kindergarten students grow in their learning journey. For Teacher High Five, this episode, we are going to get to know our wonderful music teacher, Mr. Spurlock, with Sonny and Harry. Thanks for that introduction, Oliver and Kate. Unfortunately, Harry can't be here with us today, but we have Tristan coming in to help me interview Mr. Spurlock. Thanks, Sonny. I'm so glad to jump on the podcast with you today. Hello, Mr. Spurlock. Welcome to Teacher High Five. We are so excited to learn a little bit more about you today. 
Can you tell us about your teaching journey and how you became a teacher at St. Anthony's? Well, I guess the story for me starts in about 2007 when I graduated high school and I started attending Rowan University where I was a music ed major there for a couple of years. When I graduated, I was able to get the head band director post at Atlantic City High School and I became their director of marching bands and jazz bands and concert bands. Uh, did that for a couple of years and that, uh, which is an awful, that, that's like an awful it's a lot of work. And uh, one day I got a little too tired of doing, you know, 70 hour work weeks during the fall, having to play football games, having to go to jazz band competitions and the like. So I thought I would just uh, move my whole life about 10,000 miles and come teach you boys. Yeah, that's a pretty long journey to come here, Mr. Spurlock. Um, but what's the craziest thing you've ever done? So probably the craziest thing I ever got. Are you guys familiar with hang gliding? Is that something people are generally... Yeah. that I know yeah. about. All right. So I don't know exactly how people hang glide when they hang glide here, but um, so some of my family lives in North Carolina United States, which is pretty far away from New Jersey, which is where I'm from. And there's these great big giant sand dunes. They're called, uh, where is it? I want to say it's Kitty Hawk is the name of the place that they have. There's these big, it's a national park and they have big giant sand dunes. It's actually where, are you guys familiar with the Wright brothers? Uh, yes, there were the, the guys. Who, first, um, airplane. Yeah, so that's where they're. So that's oh, where those guys are from, and this is basically where they had the idea to do that. And anyway, they have like these big giant sand dunes there, a couple hundred feet tall, and so they, they you can go hang gliding off of them. But like instead of however it is people do hang gliding other places, you just jump off the dune with your with your hang gliding thing, right? Now when you're hang gliding, you need to keep your body like perfectly parallel to the ground. Because if you like, if you drop your feet down, for example, it throws off the, like what's going on with it. And basically I, uh, I got a little too close to the ground. I tried to put my feet down and it sort of does this weird swooping motion when you do that. So it's, it, it points the tilt of it up. But anyway, I, I went up about like 20 feet in the air, it went like swoop down like this and it went about 20 feet in the air. And then I just dropped out of the sky. And I just crashed 20 feet in the air with like all this hang gliding stuff all over me. So that's probably the most crazy thing. Oh, did you get injured? No, I mean, I got like busted up a little bit. I had like, like the hair was like sort of burned off my legs. Like I didn't have any like serious injuries, but like there was no hair on my knee for like several months. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was nasty business. And it could have easily been like way, way scary. Hang gliding scary kids. Yeah, well, I reckon I really won't try that. <laughs> um, well, what do you think about that, Tristan? I am very shocked. I didn't expect it to be that bad. Now, Mr. Spurlock, what is your biggest fear? Spiders. <laughs> Why wow. spiders? Spiders, spiders, by luck. Because they're creepy. They got all them legs. And, like, sometimes they're, like, really super poisonous. Did and anything like, make you afraid of spiders? Yes, spiders did because they're creepy, crawly little things that are just like around all the time. But like when I say like I'm afraid of spider, I mean like it's borderline like a phobia of spiders. I just cannot handle them. Over, um, you guys remember when we had, uh, when we were out of school because of COVID, the, the second time around. Yeah. So like last nope. year, um, well, at the same time we were remodeling my house. And so we were out in our little garage, like apartment that we have set up and my shoes were outside. Right. 
So I go to put my shoes on. Right. And there's like, some, I'm like, Oh wow. There's like trash or something in my shoe. Like this is no good. Right. And I'm like, I like shake it out and it doesn't come out. I'm like, wow, that trash is really stubborn in there. So I like stick my hand in and I pull it out as a spider, the size of a dinner plate in there. Oh, I no. absolutely <laughs> lost it. What would Could you do not if handle. there was a spider in your house? I mean, sometimes it's just their house now. I'm going to go sleep outside in my car. Just burn the house down. Burn the house down. Yeah, I'll get another one. What spider skin do you used to have over in America? We actually, so that comes up a lot because they got a lot of crazy spiders here in Australia, like big scary guys, but they're not, they tend to not be super poisonous, but they, they I think what you guys call redback. Oh, yeah. They yeah, have yeah. those in, uh, I think they're, also known as a black widow spider. I'm not sure if they're the same thing oh, or not. They're pretty, but yeah, they yeah, they're pretty yeah. The, the same thing. So like, yeah, they got those in Jersey. They'll absolutely kill you. So wow, I didn't actually know that. Yep. Well, you do. Spiders, been... terrifying. Scariest thing ever. Yeah. Well, that's a uh, redback something. I mean, no, no, they're not. No. Well, um, nasty business. What is your biggest accomplishment? My biggest accomplishment, I guess, with, you know, picking up my whole life and putting it in the suitcase and moving it over here so I could teach you boys. Was it hard moving over It was incredibly difficult. It was insanely difficult. We moved our dog over along with us. Have you ever tried to move a dog into Australia? Probably not, but it's incredibly difficult. It was easier to get me in the country than it was to get the dog in. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's insanely difficult. What dog did you have? Um, Her name's Banjo, and she is a border collie. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, another real good dogs. Things oh, smarter than I am. What do you reckon the biggest struggle was moving into Australia? Biggest struggle was probably moving the dog in, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, complicated stuff, but, you know, moving countries and, and stuff like that. But moving an animal into Australia was very, very difficult. And for good reason. But, uh, but yeah, that was definitely probably the hardest part of it is getting our dog here. Yeah. What is your favorite song and why? Rosalita by Bruce Springsteen. I know that's not something that either of you have heard of is before you were born. Frankly, it's before I was born. I've heard it like once. And uh, it was a it was a friend of mine's wedding. Um, they played that song like tour, towards the end of the night and it had started like a torrential downpour and everybody had already been on the dance floor. And like usually if there's, you know, you're out having an outdoor wedding and there's a, a rain, it's like this big disaster, right? But, uh, but everybody stayed on the dance floor and kept dancing to Rosalita by Bruce Springsteen. And it just, I don't know, that was just a very fond memory that I have of it. Yeah. What, what, what is a real good song? What, I think it's a good song. I think it's a banger. I'll play it for you guys sometimes. Oh, it's yeah. like. Yeah, so are you familiar with Bruce Springsteen at all? Uh, yes, I am. Are you? All right, so hold on. You guys know uh, who's like the, the Australian equivalent? Let me think. Uh, John Farnham, Barnsey and Farnsey. It's like that sort of music from that sort from like a similar sort of era. Um, you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Is it like Allegedly, they told me when I moved here that they were very, very important Australian music people, and I had to know them, and that everyone would know them. What was your favorite song before you moved here? Before? No, no. So, th- so this is this has been my favorite song for, for oh. years. This is this is going back like ten Damn. years. When was point. the first time you heard it? The first time I heard it was actually probably at that wedding. Oh, yeah. Wow. How about when you were a kid? What was your favorite song? Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Uh, do you like Guns N' Roses? I do like Guns N' Roses. Yeah, do you like Guns N' Roses, Sonny? You strike me as a Guns N' Roses enthusiast. Yeah, no, my band. That's cool. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. They were supposed to come here a couple of years ago. I had tickets to see them at Metricon. Yeah, I know. And it really never happened. 
Yeah, we've got to Yeah, I know. I added to the list of things we don't have because COVID. Same except it got put off. Yeah. Now, Mr. Spurlock, um, was really interesting speaking to you. I did not know that. Thank you for having me, boys. Yeah, we hope to get you back on the podcast. And watch out for spiders. Yep. Yep. High five. High five. High five. Hey. Hey. Well, Oliver, can you believe that Mr. Spurlock's biggest fear is spiders? Well, I actually can because I also have a fear of spiders. So I'm with you, Mr. Spurlock. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode of Days at St. A's for 2022. Have a happy Easter and enjoy the holidays. See you next term from Days at St. A's.